all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. We are all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard, it's what you make of it, but what if only struggle surrounds you, what can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair, please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through, just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see, you are not alone, you have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know, but if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up, because you got this. Think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authentic Points of View. It's me, Danielle Booer, your host, as always. All right, so I'm excited about this guest today. She is awesome, and she's going to help you and I. Okay, because I'm starting my business. So I'm going to be selfish and ask her questions to help help me and you, the listener. So Alana Lopari is known as the business catalyst, helping elite business owners become game changers in their field and achieve million dollar plus breakthroughs in their business, which who in the world wouldn't want to do that these days? Okay, so welcome Alana to the show. Thank you so much, Danielle, for having me here. Yeah, it's really fun to have a really cool conversation together. Yes, thank you. I'm looking forward to it because I just told you I'm being selfish. No. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I'll, as it comes up, you'll find out, like, why I'm being selfish. But uh, the listeners already know, probably, because I talk about it all the time. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, I always ask people, like, usually personal questions are like what their background is, but what is your why for creating the life school? Yeah, I love that. Thanks for that question. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what business you are starting <laughs> and what your mission is, because that's really what our, uh, where I started. Um, I started corporate, actually. I'm natively Albanian, so um, awesome. that's where my name is coming from. I came to New York when I was 15. 
So we migrated here and then I've been here for all those many years. Um, and then I, I climbed the corporate ladder. I finished, I graduated business management and finance. Culturally, I pretty much followed the path that my parents, you know, traditionally wanted me to follow, you know, get a good degree, get a job, marry, have 2.5 kids, white picket fence. I have two kids and all of that. I'm married <laughs> and all of that. So I did that. Um, but of course, I started to grow and fulfilled eventually over time. My company, I did the, uh, various roles uh, for corporate. I did marketing, sales, HR. I was an executive leader, which was my la latest position before I made the jump to my own business. But what happened is everything happens for a reason. You know, that served this purpose. I learned and grew and, you know, I gained a lot of experience and all of that. But it came a time where the company was purchased by another company. So it turned into a profit-driven uh, culture, mm. so seen as a number. So at that point, I I've always been someone that wanted to always work for a bigger, uh, like I wanted my work to be purposeful, meaningful, like I wanted to know what I'm working towards. I don't just settle for, like, I'll do my job, I'll do what I have to do. I always need to know, like, what's that bigger thing that I'm working towards. So when I lost that purpose there... Um, I said, I'm just going to, you know, a little conversation with a husband and he's very practical. He's been an entrepreneur for 10 years before me. And he's like, why don't you start your own business? I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds like a good <laughs> idea. I don't want to do another nine to five and all of that. So yeah. um, that's what I did. I pivoted. I started with comfortable um, target market executive women because I was one. So I understood, you know, how to do, um, how to help them through challenges uh, professionally and personally. And then I did some career coaching. And as of the last three years, I've been an entrepreneur for five years. I've been a, I always say I'm a corporate CEO turned purpose-driven entrepreneur. I'm a business strategist now. So just looking through my journey, I realize where my strengths are, realize where I want like to be and what my gift is to help other entrepreneurs. So I settled into the business world with business, high-level business strategy. So through my framework now, working with entrepreneurs and also business owners, uh, or corporations, I should say, because I have two target market, um, two target audiences. Um, I help them with what I found was what every business needs, which is the fundamentals of branding, marketing, sales systems, and team. And of course, mindset is all over that because <laughs> mindset is, you know, yes. very important thing. I don't, I just don't want to give it its own category. But anyway, that is my framework now, and that's what that's kind of how everything has led me to what I'm doing now so far. Beautiful. So yeah, mindset is important. And so I actually, so I had a business before. I actually just talked about this on another interview that will be airing soon. But so yeah, so I had a business before and it was a photography business. And I just talked to a financial uh, person. So he, we were talking about everything like investing, saving, budgeting, paying off debt, retirement, everything. So, but what we talked about was, and I'm honest, right? So my business, instead of, you know, I'm a nurse and I was making really good money as a travel nurse. And instead of like putting it to the side or saving or investing, I put it all into my business that I no longer have. So I have like nothing to show for it. And I hate to say that because I have memories and I have connections with people and literally photographs. So that's cool. Cause it's, you know, so there is something, but it's not something that is growing my future. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now I'm starting a uh, life coaching and I focus on, I have two certifications and I'm getting a few more, 
but mine is going to be forgiveness and transformation. And so my background, I've been through a lot of things. And so that helps me to be able to help people. And then of course I went through the process. So like, you know, when you become a coach, you go through the process yourself and you grow, hopefully <laughs> that's, a, that's the whole point. <laughs> hopefully. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't speak for everyone, but, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what my business is going to be. And I am in the baby stages of, um, of trying to do that. But yeah, so it's interesting when you talk about marketing, because even for the podcast, that is my downfall. I am very busy. And that's something that could, you know, grow the listener, grow everything, but it's very hard for me. So I probably need to pay somebody, sorry, to do that because that's what they do, right? So they're, <laughs> they know how to do it. So um, that's interesting that you talk about that because it's very important for people to hear and find you, right? And even know about you. So what exactly is the life school? And then like, what, what do you teach or what is it? Is it your coaching or what is it? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to, to give you a little insight on what you just shared. So the okay. photography business, even though maybe it's not something that you're doing now, it served you for the phase and stage that you're in. I'm sure you learned, as you said, learning is, you know, optional yeah. sometimes. But I'm sure you took away some lessons uh, that you can now recreate and go put back into your life coaching business. Right. So and marketing is really important, you know, back to what you touched, because I've, that's my experience also, that you can be amazing what you do. You can be very purpose driven. You can be passionate. You can be have gifts. You can have talents and all of that. But if you don't understand how to market the business, how to market yourself, grow your personal brand first, because with coaching, it's all about you're providing a service. So right. people buy you. Right before they buy your programs, the solution to the problem and how you solve it specifically for people, right? So even in yeah. the field of coaching, right? And I know you've heard the niching and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Learning somewhere small based on where your experience lies and all of that and helping them really someone that, you know, you have been maybe your prior, um, your past self in many ways, because you know what you've gone through, your problems, your challenges yeah. and all and then you grow from there. Uh, the biggest part of uh, the biggest thing with multi-purpose entrepreneurs and multi-passion entrepreneurs is like I can't just stick to one thing. I always say you can help a lot of people, and you can you know expand your reach later. But at the beginning of your business, you have to go very focused and very narrow, right? Because you have to start to get known in the market. You have to position yourself, you have to build your authority, and you have to become from the little fly or little fish in the big ocean, you know, so that you eventually, you know, put yourself out there and grow your brand, so to speak, which starts always with personal brand. So the life school is really came to me through meditation, because I've been in this personal growth journey for so long now after you know, it started where I needed to know what my next step was going to be before my business. So it came to me based on all my experience and expertise. And I said, okay, life school, life is the best school that teaches us. Yeah. You know, we don't learn this in traditional school. So I said, I'm going to help entrepreneurs. And I feel like business growth 
it's like its own school on its own because every day you're testing yourself. You're, you need to grow. You need to face your fears. You need to get knowledge. You need to get experience. You have to take one step at a time sometimes. You take one step forward, 10 steps back, right? So it's this whole dance. And I find that entrepreneurship is that journey or that path and that you follow to really you know, work on purpose and, and be on purpose and live a purposeful life. Um, and life school is really, you know, the school of life teaching us the lessons that we need to learn so that we can become the better version of ourselves through the channel of entrepreneurship. So that's kind of where the, the whole life school uh, vision started. That's really smart. I love names and like, I like to know why something is, is that name. So I can assume something or guess, you know, and I'd be like, I know what to know. I never know, right? Because there's always some kind of hidden meaning sometimes to, to things. So that's really cool. I think that's very clever, by the way. <laughs> it's very smart. Good marketing. No, <laughs> because it draws you in, right? It's like, ooh, we're all alive. So <laughs> that's really, it's really good. Like life school. Okay. I love that. So are you allowed to say like what? Fortune 500 company you work for, you don't have to, but how difficult was it for you to actually leave that world? I know your husband said, hey, start a business, but was it that simple or did it really take some like serious thought? And like you said, you meditated and how, how did that, that decision really come to pass? Yeah, uh, no, I could say I work for Walgreens Boots Alliance. So that wow. was in the retail industry, the company I worked for uh, 15 years. But no, it was a process. Um, nothing, I don't think ever, anything ever comes like, okay, I just wake up and I know what to do next, right? So okay. it's a process of like thinking about things and putting myself through a lot of mentorship programs, all of that to try to piece, connect the dots is actually the title of my first book. Uh, because that's kind of how I felt, you know, I did then and I'm doing now every day, even in entrepreneurship, you're always like connected to dots, like what's the next thing I need to do to move my vision mission forward, right? So it was a process. I I would say I did it the safe way. Um, I kept my job and I mm -hmm. built the business uh, on the side, right? Through a lot of mentorship and a lot of that. So because I was there for a long time, I knew how to leverage my time and how to manage my time so that I could, you know, do what I needed to do on the side. And then when it came, you know, to a point of pivoting, I did see that I was making enough income and obviously my time started to get compromised. I needed to put the time in the business. You know, that's where I kind of let go of my corporate career and corporate job. But yeah, for me, I would say I did it, you know, one step at a time, but I know not everyone has that option. And some people, you know, just like we know with COVID, you just get your position taken away from you and you just left to kind of figure it out, right? right? So not for everyone, it's that kind of path or journey, but for me, it was kind of like, I did a, a, a strategy plan, like a plan, you know, how <laughs> to make plans, God laughs. I mean, I did have like, wanted to have like a, a map, but the best thing that I did is in, invest in mentorships because I was able to do it faster. If I was to give to do this on my own, it would take so much longer. I, and business growth does take time as well, growing a business. You're growing a business. Uh, it takes time to build yourself, it takes time to learn things, it takes time to grow your network, it takes time to you know understand what are the right priorities to work on and all of that. 
So that's kind of how I made the pivot. And then when it was um, when I felt internally, intuitively, also uh, practically, I guess, through the income I was receiving that it was good time to make the leap. I, I did it. Smart. That's really good. And plus, you, it seems like you had support with your husband, which is a blessing because some people don't have that. So they're just, you know, might be a single mom like I've been several times. <laughs> they might be like a single mom. And it's like, that's very hard because so many people, uh, you know, you're responsible for everything. It's not like another income. You know, if you started off kind of rocky, there's the balance. But when it's only you, then there's no that's hard to balance. So yeah. So, um, okay. Now you just mentioned your one book and then the other one, don't quote me. It's so, I'm so wrong. It's really cool. I think, I don't know if it's the second one, but it's about backwards. So what is it? Something going backwards. If I'm, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. That's that? my first one. So connect- oh, that's the first one, the, the connecting dots backwards. Ah. This one, it's this one. Yeah. That's the one you just launched, right? Yes. Yay. Show it again because it was so fast and then we'll say it. So, okay. Purpose-driven entrepreneurship. Awesome. My dog gave my homework, by the way. I was getting <laughs> the copies from Amazon and he just chewed my cover. I said, okay, you know what? That's cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, they're so pretty and smart. They're very smart. So, um, Maybe he was excited for you and he's looking at it like, yay, good job, mommy. Uh, so that's so awesome. So let me ask you this. On the journey of writing the books, how how many years ago did you start the first one until, you know, now this is your third one? Yeah, so um, my first book, I, I got help uh, from a publishing company to help me put my thoughts together, structured and all of that. Um, I always thought, you know, book writing was, I, I speak my books. I'm not the best writer. But I'm, I speak, I've spoken, you know, corporates have yeah. a lot of speaking experience. So, and I know it's a great way to package your expertise and people to get to know you in a different way. I mean, we do create a lot of content, but sometimes I feel like it's a video is just something out there, you know, on social media or YouTube or a website or whatever. But putting everything together, like my life experience, my authentic way that I lived it, my lessons, my learnings, all of that good stuff, my professional experience and all of that, putting it together in a in a book was going to be that, you know, um, that thing that I was able to impact other people with. And it's so easy to just kind of share it with others and other people share it with other people. So that's kind of what I did with my first one. I wrote that first, uh, no, um, third year in my business. Um, and, uh, I fell in love with it because the process of writing, it's it's a very healing process as well. So I also got a lot of clarity from the process itself. And plus I had a great product, you know, at the end of the day. So I kind of like, Oh my gosh, I love this process so much. And then I created my journal to accompany that book because I wanted to give people a um, practical approach to use that information and also get their own moments and all of that. So that connecting the dots backwards has really helped people find their ultimate life purpose. So I put a lot of different chapters in there that I feel are important for a holistic you know, health in our life, not just business success, professional success, but also relationships, mindset, you know, leadership, marketing, you know, a little bit of everything of what I felt, you know, contributed, I guess, to the person that I was at that time. And now I've evolved, you know, over time and my my latest book, it's really my framework. So I said, okay, I'm going to take my framework that I mentioned the branding, marketing, sales systems and team. I created a chapter for each. 
giving people more insight in how is it that they can adapt that to really any business. I did, you know, position it for more online businesses because now we know the power of building a business online. But a lot of those practices are really for any any business that you're you're trying to grow. Um, so that's kind of how I put my third book together. And uh, it just launched not even two weeks ago now. Yay, that's so awesome. How did it go, by the way, your book launch? I saw you post some stuff about it. So did you have a good turnout? Yeah, great turnout. A lot of friends and family and a lot of relationships that were started virtually, you know, came online. Oh, a lot of people that I knew virtually, I met in person as well. So I would say that, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a great success for the launch. And now I'm just, you know, wherever I go, it's like my thing that I share with people um, because I do feel like it, it's really um, people that pick it up. They have really great practical knowledge they need. Even people that are not in the business world, it's like a great educational book. I was I love to teach education and skills because I feel like those will never go away. Like no matter what happens, you still have that knowledge and expertise and experience. And that's something that you could just take away. And it's a great investment in yourself. And uh, yeah, if you want to grow a business, every field we want to go into, you want to study the field, right? You want to study like what are the things that I need to, I'm getting myself yeah. into. Or even if you're at a phase and stage, you're always growing to the next level. So you always need to know like, what else do I need to know? Sometimes like you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> So I'd rather know. And whatever I've learned, as I said, I'm blessed to have so much experience, so much support, you know, growing my own successful business now. So I'm like, okay, I'll give back my experience and my knowledge and expertise, package it for people. So it's easy, you know, content that they can consume and also practice, which is really another important part right now. For a lot of yeah, people. that's really important to make things simple. So that's something that I have to work on because... And I'm starting to do speaking as well, but I, I, I love it because I want to help people and I've had a lot of trauma in my life. So I want to help people that have, um, gone through things and, you know, or like just, just show them to never give up. Right. Because it's always, it's going to get better. But, um, I talk very like little, little, so <laughs> I have 80 probably. So I always say this, that I have it, but I got like, I haven't technically got diagnosed, but I know hundred percent that I have it because I had a son that has it. And anyway, I should get diagnosed. But the point is my thoughts are always racing. So it's very difficult for me to make sense. I have to process it first and then say it because some people that are not like me they don't understand what i'm saying like this one lady i used to work with used to say you're starting the sentence in the middle of the sentence i have no clue what you're saying and i'm like what like i didn't think i was doing that so as a speaker or as a writer and i'm a co-author to a book um as well that hasn't it's actually um getting published and it will be out in january but thank goodness that they are proofreading it and all that stuff. And there's publishers because I understand like, it's like, I like to speak stuff too. Even when I did comedy, I've been taking a break, but I would speak my jokes into like the notes and then I would have to read it and sometimes have other people read it because in my mind, I still think it's correct, but it might not be right. So 
I had to get somebody else to say like, no, wait, or the words could be backwards. Cause like I do that with numbers. So I could do that with words as well. So yeah. So that's really awesome. I can't, you know, I love to speak too, but I have to be very careful. So if I ever like in interviews, it helps me a lot because I have to listen to the person process what they're saying and then still listen but then think of what I'm going to say back, right? So instead of like shutting them off, like now I know what I'm going to ask and I'm not going to listen to anything else. I can't do that. So it's really important. Um, so that's really cool that your books, I mean, I'm really proud of you because it takes a lot to, you know, you've been through stuff and you've been successful. And I think the most important way that we can give back is just help people. Like help people from like share your knowledge, like you're doing. This is what I did. You can do it too. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. So what do you think are some, uh, maybe the, some of the most powerful online uh, strategies for growing someone's business? Yeah, no, back to before I answer that, um, it's it's uh, when you share, you want spiritual fulfillment. I mean, I was at the level and I'm at the level now that I realize the secret to life. It's about sharing and giving to other people and helping someone else along the way. I always say, what's the good use of your life experience if you can't help someone else, if you can't right. share it, right? Everything is just so much better when you get to have a small impact on someone else's life. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Uh, but back to what you were saying with, book writing i'm also very multi-passionate right so i have a lot of ideas like topics you know things in my mind that i'm always like going back and forth in but um having someone that could hold the space for you in a structured way is really a great way to start organizing all your thoughts that you have into topics that you probably speak about so that's kind of what i do with clients because i, I utilize book writing as one of the brand builders for a lot of my clients because it is it's great authority builder in the market and plus you could you know people get to know your framework and all of that so holding that space for them you know together it's kind of like how do you tie in the topics that you're going to write about to your bigger brand story right to what you're going to teach to the work you want to do in the world so that's really you know that kind of uh, structures and helps some people kind of reframe their thoughts around the topics that they want to write about. And then the rest of it, obviously, is just, you know, sitting down and going through the process of writing. But definitely uh, getting someone that can help you organize all of that and structure it out is really a great way to, um, to kind of put it all on paper and utilize one of the strengths that you already have, whether you, you're a better speaker or you're a better writer based on your life experience. You know, now there is tools where you can, you know, uh, utilize the things to put things together. So that's that. But um, what are the greatest strategies? So there's no secret. So I don't teach um, anything that's like, here's the greatest, you know, marketing strategy to use. It back to basics. You have to position yourself well in the market. You have to know what you do well. You have to believe in your work. That's number one. That's mindset. You have to be in there for the long term. You have to have a vision and mission because building a business is a lot of times, like I said, five steps backwards, three steps forward. Um, you're always working three months behind. I didn't know this when I was an employee. I had the employee mindset a lot of times where you get paid for your work. But when you build a business, you have to think long term. So whatever you're doing now, you're going to see the result for it. Return on investment, so to speak, is three, six, nine months, right? So mm -hmm. 
thinking long-term um, and always grow your audience and your relationships. If you're a service provider, you do, your job description is building human relationships. So the size of your business is the size of your network, is the size of your audience, is the size of the people that know you, right? So just back to these basics, understanding like who your audience is and being very clear with your marketing message and your brand message, right? And evolving that, right? People want to know what's the problem you solve and how you solve it and what are the results you're able to achieve. So you have to get known for one thing in the market, right? And being very clear on what that is, being very intentional on what that is. And then the rest of the part is really about setting systems in place so that you have a way to do your day-to-day -day operations so that you are leveraging your time because you also don't want to be a slave to your business and just work 24-7. Sometimes your business can turn into like a monster job when no matter what you feed it, it will take. So you <laughs> really, you know, understand how to set boundaries and, and work on systems so you can leverage things and do things faster with your time. And then the other part is, you can only solopreneur your way probably to six figures. After that, you need a team. You need to learn leadership. You need to know who to hire. You need to know how to delegate. You need to understand how to bring towards your vision and mission and then, you know, grow from there. So, I mean, I don't have a one strategy, you know, to grow the business. Um, I don't teach tactics like, well, do a reel and you'll get like this or go on TikTok or, or you know, whatever it is. Those are like short-term tactics. I love to teach more high long-term you know, business growth strategies that you can sustain because that's the other part of entrepreneurship. We saw, we see a lot of entrepreneurs come and go, but who's going to be in this for the long term? And most entrepreneurs, I think, lack the knowledge, education and skills to do this long term because maybe they have, they don't have the awareness of the math that they need to the fundamentals. And also maybe the why gets lost in translations, translation or the vision and the mission gets lost. And then, you kind of, you know, give up along the way if you don't have that long-term vision for yourself and the business. Wow, that's a good point. Because if you, that's a good point, like for anything, right? You can be doing a health business, you can be a trainer, you can be a, when I was doing photography, anything you do, you can be a coach. But if you don't pay, if you don't like focus on your why, you'll give up easily, I believe. Like you'll be like, like and with me with the photography I loved it but then I lost the passion for it it started to get like kind of just frustrating where I'm really a kind and this is way before I took um life coaching classes but I like am a kind person but I started to get kind of irritated and then I was like oh no like I don't you know I don't want to do this anymore so and but with you know you have to stay focused on the why. And like you said, if you're in things for a right reason, then you're going to last longer. But just like with anything, I'm a nurse. If you get in, I always have said this, even from like when I started, if you get into nursing for money, you're not going to make it mentally because it is hard. It is physically hard. It is mentally hard. It is lots of stuff hard. I mean, it's just like, it's emotionally, so emotionally hard. So you know, if you're in it just for money, like I was just speaking on the other interview. So I'm a travel nurse. I was making, I went from making a lot of, ooh, a lot of money. Okay. And I'm not bragging. It was a lot of money. I made my lifestyle go up to accommodate that. Well, then I went to half of the money. Okay. 
Now what do I do? Right? So now I have to cut things out and I have to do this and I have to do that. So it's like some people get too comfortable. And then when it goes, you know, like a little bit off because with business, you never know month to month to month. You don't know. You could be doing the same things. You could be marketing the same way. You could be, and look what happened, a pandemic, right? So sometimes you don't know what's going to happen and that can discourage you. And I talked about it with one of my, I know you have a podcast as well, but one of, lots of my guests actually have podcasts and my one, he was like, we said that because I asked him like, what advice do you have for somebody wanting to start a podcast? And he said, just do it. And then I said, well, um, do it for the right reason. Because if you, if your why is, I just want to make a million dollars, you're going to quit because you know what I'm saying? Like the monetization, I mean, it, unless you just know a million billion people and everybody's going to listen to you, that's awesome. But it's not, it's not as easy. Like it takes steps. Like you said, there's steps to everything. You, if you're in it for those reasons, like, I want to become a billionaire, then it can make you be discouraged and it can make you quit before you even get to that point. And I know in like real estate, I interviewed a, um, he is a, he's a millionaire, but he, um, I think they have like 10 million a property. No, like he has like, they have like billions of property, but him himself has 10 million or something. And he said that he's like, he took a whole year, like where he wasn't really even profiting. Like he had properties, but he wasn't profiting. But now he is a multimillionaire. So sometimes you have to be uncomfortable, I think. And before you can get to the comfort. But I don't know if, yeah. Danielle, I think that's everything we do in life. I think whatever it's, it's going to be worth it. Whatever is going to get us to that, you know, those impossible goals that we're trying to accomplish, whether it's business, work, career, relationship, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're in it for the money, you're in it for the short term because all your decisions will be intentionally directed towards that purpose and you're just not going to survive. Right. And people feel that energy. So you have to be in it for the service and the impact. This is why I yeah. talk about purpose-driven entrepreneurship because you have to be in it for the contribution that you're making with the work that you're doing and the bigger service that your work is offering to other people. And uh, I don't create, I used to create income goals and now I just now know better from my experience that I create impact goals and income oh. usually follows. Uh, I would do it the other way around because that's I didn't know any better. So I came from corporate experience. I'm like, okay, I want to get this amount of sales a month. I want to like get 10 new clients a month and all of that, right? So it just doesn't work because like you said, everything is a process if yeah. you're in the right day-to-day actions to get to that ultimate goal. You are going to get there eventually. Right. But you have to be willing to sacrifice. I have another affirmation that I always say, I will do what I have to do to get to where I want to go. And that means, you know, sometimes you pick up a project here and there, like you say, sometimes there is no stability and whatever you are doing 
you will get rewarded for in a couple of months. This is the best like um, journey to teach you patience uh, because you have to be very patient. You have to be yeah. very intentional in what you're doing and you have to love it, which is why I started with that at the beginning when I said about, you know, the, the strategies I would say, love what you do because if it's your passion, if it's your purpose, this is bigger than you now. And even the days that you feel like, oh my gosh, like it's not working or you just have to go pick up a side project, side full part-time job, whatever you have to do. Don't let go of that bigger mission because you are your purpose, you know, matters and you are here to contribute to other people. So if you don't make it about you anymore, it's like I can't let down the yeah. people that need to hear what I have to say. Like I always focus on the people. So if you focus on that, you know, then you wake up every day with like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get up. I gotta do what I have to do because, you know, my work matters and someone needs to hear that message. Even if it's one person that day, it's okay. I still, it was still a great, you know, a great day. And the other thing about business, you have to set up faucets of income. You can't put your eggs in one basket. I have a very, this is why I learned that I'm very good at business because I realized that I'm, I have a very business mind, right? So I have the mindset of an investor. Everything is an investment. You put it in yourself, you put it in your business, but don't put all your eggs in one basket with your business. You do some speaking here, you build your brand here, you do lead generation this way, you build your audience that way. Like you've got to set up your your business with a lot of assets and sources of income because you don't know when one of them will run dry. Most uh, business owners rely only on word of mouth referrals. Well, what happens, and they don't even create a system behind that, but what happens when someone is not referring anyone, you don't have any new business and you're gonna start to die out. Or if you don't have networks that you have built, if you, you know, your one networking funnel, let's just say is running dry, then what do you do? You have no clients, you have no new energy, no new business. So you can't do that. You have to create, um, build an ecosystem around you. And that ecosystem is eventually going to grow, but that's kind of how you you build a, a ecosystem around a really good business model that matches your goals. That's another uh, really important part. Uh, you know, making sure your business model fulfills your vision and mission. Because sometimes, you know, when, when entrepreneurs start, I would do the same thing. I would just start create a course that I charge like 200 bucks for. I'm like, and nobody knew me. I'm like, I need like a hundred, like 500 people to, to make any. <laughs> and of yeah. course I was struggling because I was chasing a $200 course because I didn't know how to set up my business for the goals and the, what I had to offer and my problem that I solved and all of that. So. That's like right there. You see a lot of people kind of following a lot of different things, but really not understanding the main purpose behind why they're doing it. There's foundational, there's foundations. Business is not built on theories, built on principles, but you have to really understand, you know, how to do this. And if you don't, there's people that, you know, mentors that you can um, get uh, knowledge and, and experience from. I believe in this industry. I love coaching because it's like, if I can shorten a decade, and get the knowledge and experience that I need in a year or two, how much more impact can I make with the time that I have? Because it's not the money we need, it's the time, right? You can't get back time. I can always make more money. Right, absolutely. So something, um, so I am a part of 10X Stages now, which is awesome. Like, so I'm doing their program, I'm going to do their program. And I was in a, a contest that they ran and so Grant Cardone, have you heard of him? Oh, yes. 
Okay, so Grant Cardone is now part of that. He bought the one guy's part of his business. And so Pete Vargas was running this contest that they're going to turn into a TV show. And the point is, Grant Cardone was already rich, okay? <laughs> he was already wealthy. But he he did this guy's program. And now he he said he wished he would have known it. It would have saved him 20 years of time trying to get to this point because what he teaches is he calls it OPS other people's stages, which is what you've said mm. a book of being on somebody's podcast, being on somebody's stage, going and speaking at different uh, places and stuff like that and organizations and stuff. So that's exactly what they, what they teach. And that's what he said, even though he was already a millionaire, a multimillionaire, now he's a billionaire, but he said that this helped him so much that, he wish he would have known it sooner, right? Because of the time, like you said, you learn when you learn stuff the hard way, it's it's great, but it takes a long time sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is consistency. And also, you know, you got to keep going and keep going. But like you said, it's just, it's wonderful to to help others. Not that it's a shortcut, but just say, Hey, this is what I've learned. It's taken me, you know, five years to learn this, but I'm going to teach you in six weeks. And, and so you're, you're giving, um, like you said, you're, you're really helping someone and giving them time though. Right. So not only that, you're helping them save time and you're helping them, you're impacting their life in a greater way. So now they can make more money or more, whatever, or help more people themselves. So that's beautiful. I love that you're doing this. And um, actually, I just signed up everybody for her stuff too. <laughs> so just sent me an email that says, check out the life school. So I just did myself. Um, I will check into it. I promise. Okay. So what is the first step? You've already said a lot of steps. To making a million dollars, I guess. Like, I guess you have to have a plan. But what is the first step? Yeah, and uh, to piggyback off what you said, Danielle, with the um, with the, the accessing other people's audience, network is powerful. Tapping into other people's networks, everyone knows someone that knows someone that knows someone that knows yeah. someone that knows someone. <laughs> right. Always been a big, big, uh, big community leader and networker because I, I understood the power and the magic of this. But it's so true. You want to tap into other people's networks because you could just do it so much faster. Not only can you save time by a mentor that could teach it to you for less, because through your own pain, you're gonna go through the pain, you're gonna struggle, and you're gonna suffer. Mm-hmm. But with the other person's experience, that's why I love books also because someone can give you a decade of experience and you can read it in I don't know a week if you're very ambitious (laughs) (laughs) my book goal is a month right one book a month so you can get 10 years of experience in one month so now did you just save time well if you practice it of course right I mean right did you just you know save time but you also could make more money faster so that money you would have made probably 10 years down the line if try to figure it out on your own if you apply that fast if you're a quick cookie and you know how to like keep going 
you could just like start putting those ideas into action and making more money right away. So you, of course, you save time, but you also can make money, which is why I'm very confident that I can always make money. <laughs> I just need to save time because time I don't get back. Time, the years keep, you know, rolling down the line. But uh, what is the first step to making a million dollars? I would say starting with a business model that is going to be sustainable. Right. So, again, you have to understand how to package what you're trying to sell your offer so that it really um, positions you in the market for quality, not for the price. Right. So you need to really understand how to have that high level offer in the market so that you can, you know, uh, find the right people and go for quality, not quantity. And I know it's like, you know, um, goes against the thing, but. When you do that at the beginning, that's the best way. This is why even with coaching, start with a program, start with one-on-one -on -one because you can position yourself, you know, uh, you can give your time, you can charge more money for your offer, but you also can provide better results for your clients. So your business model at the beginning is very, very important. And then as you grow, you you know how you grow, you multiply, you quadruple, whatever you do, you teach it, you, you teach it to someone else and people just keep repeating the process. That's how you keep growing and growing, right? Yeah. That's why even with the team, depending on what your business model is, how you want to structure it, whatever you learn and you grow through and you look and you dissect the process as a visionary CEO, you want to be able to replicate that, duplicate that and just bring other people on, on, on board because you can leverage your time. You only have 24 hours. But if you make someone else, let's say, efficient at that, you now have their 24 hours, their 24 hours, their 24 hours. The same idea with accessing other people's network. So that's kind of how you multiply the duplicate and go to million, billion, whatever you want to go into, right? But it really starts with having that base, that foundation really solid, which I would say is your business model, and then understanding how to have the ecosystem that I talked about at the beginning, which is found in foundational pieces in the business. And then from then on, you just kind of teach it to other people and get more people involved in your vision and mission, and you just, you know, triple quadruple what you're doing, reach more audiences, make more impact, reach more people. And then the more the volume of the business go, turns into the, the value of the relationships that you have built over time. If people know your brand, that's how these brands are built that we know and love, let's say, yeah. you know, like right, Pepsi, Coca-Cola. It does take a good 10 years to build a good solid brand. <laughs> you have to you have to, you know, you have to do it for that long so people start to get to know you, but you have to work on the right things because how many businesses do we know that have been around for 10 years and they're now gone, right? So there's a lot of other factors. You have to innovate. You have to, you know, grab the, you have to niche yourself in the market, find the gaps and all of that, right? But in a nutshell, I would say that that's kind of the first step <laughs> or the second or the third, but those are like the <laughs> Good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's so smart that you build something that can be replicated, right? Because otherwise people aren't going, it's not going to help them because if they can't figure it out or it's too crazy or complex, you're not helping people and then they won't tell people about it and then then they can't help people and et cetera, et cetera. So you're so smart. Now, <laughs> your podcast, what is it called and um, how long have you been hosting it? Yeah, it's called the Life School Masterclass Show because back to my vision of the life school, you know, we've learned from everything. All our experience is very valuable. So it's every show is a masterclass. I bring in guests, I go solo, right? All the episodes that we produce. So it's uh, three years old now and it's definitely awesome. grown and evolved. 
Uh, but yeah, it's uh, life, the Life School Masterclass show and it's uh, wherever um, podcasts are available. Awesome. So what advice do you have for anyone that's listening that wants to start a business of their own? Um, so take the first step. Take the step that you already know. Start with what you know. Take that first step. And once you do that, you start to piece things together and you the next step clears and your vision clears. So start with the why, obviously. Start with what you're trying to do. Um, love what you do, right? That's like number one. Make sure it's beyond the money because if it's just that, we clarify that that's, you can't sustain yourself. So make it bigger than you. Make it about other people. Make it your purpose. And then the rest of the, you know, the process, hire someone that could support you. Uh, that's kind of what I would say to, to someone that's just starting off at the beginning or the advice I would give myself, I guess, five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the, those things are important. And like we said, um, yeah, knowing your why is important in anything in life. Just like if you're trying to lose weight, which I need to do again. If you are trying to build a business or a relationship or whatever, right? That's important to know your why um, it, because it keeps you grounded and focused and it keeps you going. So like you said, if you're trying to make an impact, which I loved when you said that, instead of the income and the numbers, if you're trying to make an impact and your goal is to, you know, speak with five, I don't know. I'm just making this up five uh, people a day or something, just reach out to five people or whatever. And then you've only done two, then it's going to motivate you. Like, well, I haven't helped everybody I'm supposed to help today. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, I think it motivates you. Um, and you're right. Like if you're money driven, then you're going to be, mm, it's not, you're not going to be so sad. I mean, not happy, sad. You might be sad because if the money's not there, right? If it's not the exact number that you want, you can be so discouraged. And then it's better to look at the positives, like you said, reach for that why and focus on the impact. And that's more uplifting and joyful instead of looking at the negative. And energy is important. So whatever energy, you know, you want, you've got to bring that to the table as well. So all your advice is so awesome. I'm so excited for you and I'm happy for you and I am going to buy your book and I'm going to talk to you about the whole life school thing because I'm excited and I actually need help myself with my journey. <laughs> so that's great that I, that I ran into you. Well, I didn't run into you physically. That sounds like we're playing football or something, but <laughs> virtually we're running into another reason why we did that i am very intentional and very spiritual so i believe everything happens for a good reason so yeah i do too <laughs> yay i do too so thank you so much uh, where can we find you yeah well first of all thank you for your time danielle it's been a great interview i love all your thank questions you. I hope that i serve the audience and my experience can serve for someone that's going to be watching or listening to the show so 
the best way to find me, I'm big on community, as I said before. I love, you know, uh, bringing people together for, uh, you know, um, main mission, purpose-driven entrepreneurship, which is what I've realized along the years. It's the thing that um, I am the most passionate about. So I'm on Facebook, Life School, Facebook group, Life School Alone Alapari. So people can just come and join. It's a free group. And I do a lot of lives, a lot of content. We do a lot of summits. We do a lot of activity in the group um, because we're very active on there. So not only will you find information on growing your business uh, and building a legacy business, but also you will be able to access other people's networks and are that are purpose-driven and build really meaningful relationships. I think that's the other part of the impact. When you're not focused on goals, you're not looking at people like sales or numbers. You're looking mm-hmm. at human beings and you are really there. The purpose is to nurture relationships. And if this is your impact goal, to nurture as many relationships as you can, the rest of whatever's going to happen is just going to be a byproduct. So it's really like the, my philosophy that I've learned. And then that's the kind of environment in there. That's the kind of culture of the community. Beautiful. Okay. So awesome. Yay. Okay. So all of us go reach out to her. Woohoo. <laughs> Cause everything you said, and like you said, it doesn't just pertain to business. Um, well, shameless plug it pertains to life no (laughs) because it does like you can use it for relationships or any situation um just basically like you said the right mindset right so whatever we're trying to do we have to have the right mindset and we have to think of things you know i mean not everybody none of us are perfect and not all of us you know are so basically the growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. And so, so many times, you know, depending on your, I talk about this a lot, you can be a product of your environment if you choose to, if you don't know any better. And some people just think that this is how it is and that's always how it's going to be. And this is the only way to make money. We have to go work for $7 an hour, which is so sad, uh, and do this and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, and that's all you know. But if you listen to other people and, you, and they say, no, you can do it this way or you can learn this, even in relationships, and you're not stuck in the monotony of, you know, like, got to be like everybody else. And so, yeah, we want everybody to be happy and to help people and to use your past experiences to to help to help other people. Like, that's what I want to do. And that's what you're doing. And it's a beautiful thing impacting people and just talking to people in real life. Okay. We're so into, and I know we're online right now, but like, we're so into like our phones and I am too, I'm guilty of it or just, you know, texting instead of calling. I'm guilty of that too. Sometimes I'd rather just text, but hearing someone's voice is important. You never know what they're going through. You never know what they, what they need that human connection instead of just looking down at words. So <laughs> Alana, you're so awesome. And I'm so grateful for you um, giving us your knowledge and insight. And I know you're going to help so many people and the listeners and you are helping so many people with your book, uh, books, multiple books. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, see how well this book does. And again, it's not about money or numbers, but the more people buy it, the more people you will help, right? If they apply those things to their life. So I will definitely be getting it. And um, 
I really appreciate you and you're awesome. And I hope to work with you in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Danielle. Thank you for everything. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, it was so fun. You have a great day and I'll speak to you again. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart. listening to authentic points of view podcast i hope that something you heard today changes your point of view if you would like to share your views please email me at authentic points of view at gmail.com or leave a comment on facebook at authentic points of view podcast remember always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart